Last weekend was certainly a busy one in the world of competitive Splatoon, with a handful of noteworthy ongoing events advancing to the next stage in their progression. Also, get ready for the 2019 Splatoon 2 European Championship as I sit down with Team Mako's Ninja. All of this on today's episode of the Weekly Splat. Hello there, Inklings, Octolings, and whatever other sea creatures you may identify as. My name is Kbot, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Splat, where I discuss some of the news and happenings in the competitive Splatoon scene in the past week. If you wish, feel free to send me a voice message through the Anchor mobile app about anything discussed today, including your predictions for the European Championship. If you're not listening via Anchor, you can also send a quick voice clip to ecofeedsplat at gmail.com. And again, this probably shouldn't come as too much of a surprise, but this episode is a little behind when I would have liked to have released it. Again, there were a lot of moving parts on my side this week, and I apologize for that. Anyway, let's hop right into it. I know I said that I generally wasn't going to do a headline listing this season, but it just makes sense for the past week of Splatoon. There were a lot of things that happened that are worth mentioning, but aren't worth discussing ad nauseum. So, here we are for some of the headlines from this past weekend. Of course, the finals qualifier event for the North American Inkling Open was held. In it, Team What beat Element R 4-0, Loki Splatoon beat Ink Sigma 4-1, FT Win beat Team Upgrade 4-0, and Demise beat Global Breakout 4-1. And so, there you have it. The four teams that will be traveling to PAX East to compete in the finals event will be What, Loki, FT Win, and Demise. That will surely be a treat to watch later this month. Expect more coverage of the event to come in a couple of weeks. The Splatoon Amateur Circuit wrapped up last weekend with the May edition of the Fresh Start Cup. 142 inexperienced teams participated in the circuit to vie for a spot on the leaderboards over the past two months. The top eight teams from the circuit have been announced, and they are Ink Alpha, Disease Gang, Sons of Anarchy, Tsunami, Ragnarok, Palm Trees, Southern Lights, and Moist Bread. These top eight teams will compete in a playoffs event sometime within the next couple of weeks. And are we esports now? Well, we might not be here in the West, but Japan certainly is. The NPB Splatoon Esports League draft was held last weekend, where the baseball clubs of Japan picked top quality Splatoon teams to represent them in an invitational tournament to be held in May. For more information on the NPB League, check out the Splat Stats write-up on the subject, which I'll link in the description below. With our headline recap out of the way, let's turn our attention to what's taking place this weekend, the 2019 European Championship of Splatoon. Twelve teams from all across Europe have battled it out on their home turf and come out victorious. Now, they're off to Paris to represent their country and battle it out for the title of European Champions. The twelve teams are... From the United Kingdom, Team Mako, featuring Kraken Paradise's Kaji, Plumeria's Lemon and Lime, and Rain's Swiggly and Ninja. From Austria, Team Question Mark, featuring Cyber, Astro, Turo, and Emil. From Belgium, Overtime, featuring Fleu, Lolu, Radiance Mr. Good, and Energetics Robbie. From France, Alliance Rogue, featuring Banana, Kraken Paradise's Kiver and Grey, and Ghost Gaming's Erza and Soren. The reigning champions from Germany, the Backsquids, featuring Kaito, Majin, Ben, and Echo. From the Netherlands, Polderantis, featuring Ghost's Brian, Lumeria's Riolu, Emil, 
and Sap. From the Nordic region, the Ampari Gang, featuring Ghosts, Sendu, Kraken Paradise's Plantro, Nike, and Plumeria's Caldemar. From Portugal, Hexagon, featuring Bolas, Spec, Duracell, and Bia. From Russia, Red Ink, featuring Serg, GT Ice, Cronova, and Tidabit. From Spain, Polarized, featuring Anto, Luis Bu, Boss, Dodrigo, and Master. From Switzerland, Huanti, featuring Astre, Buribu, 96 Magi, and Kiro. And lastly, from Italy, the Nin players, with Genja, Lion, and Hero of Optimal, and Cheap Cheap Squad's Benny. Phew, now that we have all the teams off our chest, and by the way, sorry if I mispronounced anything there, let's go over the format of the tournament. The tournament will feature a group stage with three teams in each group, where one team makes it out. In group A is Hexagon, Question Mark, and Polarized. In group B are the Backsquids, Red Ink, and Polderantis. In group C is Team Mako, Huante, and the Ampari Gang. And in group D is Alliance Rogue, Overtime, and the Nin Players. The top team from every group will go head-to-head with another group winner for the semifinal rounds, and then the finals will be played with the winner of those two semifinal matches. To talk a little more about the state of European Splatoon, I got to sit down with Team Mako's Ninja for an overview of what's happening in Europe right now. Have a listen. Ninja, thanks for joining me. Uh, hey, thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, so, obviously, coming up, the main reason I have you on is because you're on uh, Team Mako for the European Championship, which is the representative from the uh, United Kingdom area. So, can you talk a little bit about your team's path to get to this point in the European Championship? Alright, sure. So, uh, the UK have a bit of a longer path than the other teams, because, uh, which is honestly a nice thing, because we also have the UK Championship, which is kind of like its own mini European Championship, and it's our own country. So, we started off uh, qualifying for that in around August time of last year. Uh, qualifying for that event, of course, leads us to the UK Championship, and... Uh, Against that, of course, that's the top eight UK teams going against each other, and the winner gets sent off the European Championship, which we did take in the end. Uh, 4D coming second, of course. It was a good tournament. Cool. Um, so now looking ahead to the European Championship itself taking place this weekend, uh, what teams are you kind of watching out for? Um, and what team should we watch out for as viewers? Uh, and uh, In addition to your own, of course. Yeah, well, I think the the big one that everyone knows I'm going to say is, of course, uh, the Nordic team, the Finnish team, you know, Ampera Gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely going to be looking out for them because not only are they definitely within the top four, but they're also within our group. So if we want to make that stage and we want to, you know, get in the top four, we're going to have to take them down. So we're definitely watching them the most. Um, apart from that, of course, you want to be looking at France, who are made up of... Uh, it, they've got half Kraken Paradise members, half Ghost Gaming members. Do I need to say much else, you know? Uh, <laughs> They also have past experience playing in, like, French League, so definitely a powerhouse. And then uh, I'd say the last out of the big four, most people say, are Germany. And that's because, you know, it's just four back squids. It's just back squids. And, uh, you know, they can take down Ghost. Uh, they can take down top teams. They can compete at the high level on a Western scale. So when it comes down to just European, it's they're definitely going to be a threat. Um, the one team I do want to talk about that probably isn't talked about as much as the top four, but, you know, people know it's strong, but I want to give some highlight. Definitely Italy. Uh, they have Lion from Energized, 
end who was on Nin players, but I'm not sure what he's on right now. Uh, Benny, who is on Cheap Cheap Squad, and Hero, previously on Creme Fresh. So definitely a very strong roster that is kind of underlooked, I'd say. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, or you were, I mean, at the very least, obviously, you were at the uh, UK Championship, which is a land. And yeah. um, were you also at the uh, European Championship last year? Uh, yeah, I was the substitute player for Mako last year, so I didn't, I didn't play, but I was there watching it all happen. Gotcha, okay. Well, so you can kind of still talk about this. What's the kind of environment like around the European Championship in Paris? You know, everyone from Europe there, Cherry on Splatoon, what's kind of that environment like? Yeah, well, uh, last year, of course, it was also... It's a bit different, because last year it was hosted at kind of... It's, it's like Switzerland Comic Con, it was good poly manga. Um... So, obviously, there was a lot of people that didn't know much about Splatoon watching, which was pretty cool. Uh, and then, of course, the big main stage event was very nice. The Like, the crowd was very... Like, there was a big crowd because there was uh, the Squid Sisters event, of course. And uh, there was a lot of energy, so it was really cool, honestly. But also, just uh, even outside of tournament, just meeting up with all the EU teams, all the EU players, hanging out. Like, there was a, so many Twitter videos and even a dude live stream IRL of us playing 1-2-Switch in the hotel rooms. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> You know, just having all the Euro- European players and teams in one place, it's honestly just, uh, it's pretty amazing. The energy's really nice, like. And just kind of like that sense of camaraderie, like, you know, you know all these people, you just don't get yeah. to see them. Like, and even, uh, because I, I, I didn't get the streaming from the European Championships last year, but for the UK Championships, playing on stage is, on LAN is definitely a different feel. For some people it's better, but, uh, sorry, for some people it's worse, you know, with the nerves. But for me, I actually, uh, I, I feel like it's better for me, personally, because it's kind of like the energy of having a crowd and the excitement and the hype of the event. And of course, playing lads beautiful, you know, like, it just really kind of hypes up and makes it just all the better, I'd say. You're you're kind of the sort of person that feeds off the limelight. Yeah, like ha- having the hype of LAN and the cheering cloud and the, you know, the stage, it like, it kind of feeds me. I really like it, yeah. So, uh... I mean, obviously, we kind of already touched on the um, unfortunate Nordic pairing in your group. But yeah. uh, how do you like the odds of your team in the tournament as a whole? Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think a lot of people will probably place Nordic over us, uh, which is fair enough. I'd say they probably have the more known players. But I think uh, looking at what we're playing them on, and honestly, looking at our past experience, I think we do have a decent chance of taking them on. Um I'd like to say we have a, a good chance of making top four, like uh, being able to get out of groups and beat the Nordic team. You know, it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying, you know, right. we're going to cl- clean sweep them or anything, <laughs> but I was, I'm not expecting to get swept and, you know, come home crying after I got beaten badly by the Nordic team. And so if you guys were to come out of your group, I'm going to try to find the bracket right now, actually. If you were to come out of your group, you would be going up against come on where is it uh it's france we're next okay if they win uh, france they're... assuming they win which assuming they win which has a good chance i think they they might be in a group with italy though uh which i can quickly check i have the bracket up soon i yeah yeah france are in a pool with yeah so it's alliance rogue and belgium uh who you know they're not bad at all definitely i wouldn't say they're a top team but they're not terrible in i mean obviously way. you have to you have to have some talent to get to the Oh, point. obviously, yeah. No matter where you come from, you have to have some talent to get here. And then finally, uh, Nin players, which is the Italian team. So if we uh, do make it out of groups, then it will be either the Belgium, French, or Italian team. And I'd predict France for sure. Very strong. 
Uh, so, like, what do you think about going up against France? Um, I think it, it, it's not impossible at all. I would say, like, you know, just being brutally honest, the odds are more in their favor than ours. But it's not like we're going to get 2-0 KO'd, completely knocked out of the park. You know, we, we I think we have a fighting chance. There's definitely a possibility that if everything goes our way and we pop off and play our best and everything goes well, it can definitely be a win. And it, it, it's not, you know, we have to get amazingly lucky and pop off to extents that we've never seen before. As right. long as we're just playing at our peak and really get everything down, then it's definitely doable. It what wouldn't if, be out of the question. You know, it's always it always comes down to like the sort of day of circumstances. You know, it's yeah. who's who's hot on that given day a lot of the times that it comes down to. So Yeah. That'll be fun to watch. Um so anyway, that is this coming weekend. Switching gears a little bit to Ink to the Rhythm, which is happening a week from this coming Saturday. Um, yes. featuring eight of the top teams in Europe, but not separated by country necessarily. So we'll uh, actually be seeing, you know, uh, Backsquids, Ghost, uh, Skilling. I forget who else has been announced so far off the top of my head. Uh, Nuance have, and Nuance. I think they the only, they're the only announced ones so far. Gotcha. Um, I'm sure people will have some solid guesses of who else is coming, you know. Right. <laughs> nothing from me yet. Um, so, and we know that you're um, working with them in commentating the event. Um, yes. So what are you most looking forward uh, when it comes to that event in seeing? Um, I'd say just seeing a high-level European competition. I'm also hoping that uh, some of the, I'd say... Like I don't want to, I want to say low of top level teams. You know, so they're they're at the bottom of the top. They're definitely stupidly good, but they're maybe not at the top of the top, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the European teams around that level could really start moving towards the top of the top. And I uh, I'm hoping that this would give them a good place to shine because I think uh, especially with a lot of the American events, they don't enter as often and they're not as well known and they're probably not seen enough. So I think. If, if this is a tournament where they can enter in and they can kind of have their moment to shine, then we can finally see, like, how good they can be. Like, Yeah, it's some, something kind of like, I mean, obviously, the Invitational tries to incorporate the whole West, um, but something kind of like that where you see a handful of these other teams that kind of sneak in, you know, right in that yeah. uh, seven or eight spot and then, you know, try to, like, cause and make waves. Um, oh, uh I was going to say, uh, and Polarace just got announced uh, yesterday. I just, just checked now. What team was that? Polarized? Polarace. Polar- Polarace, right, right, right. Yeah, Polarace. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so, do we know exactly what the format of that event is going to look like? Do we know exactly um, what that's going to be yet? I think it might have been seen. Let me just... Let's see. Uh, no, it's not been said yet. Okay. Um, so currently it's unknown, but we just know it's uh, eight teams. Right. Um, so is there anything else that you could kind of tell us about what to expect from Ink to the Rhythm or like uh, certain prizes that might be involved or, you know, anything and anywhere where we can like catch up on more of the action and announcements in regards to that event? Well, I think you're definitely going to want to check the, uh, I think it's Players Unity Twitter. Yeah, at, at Players Unity. Is that okay if I plug? Yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah, I play as Unity underscore for they'll they'll be updating on all the into the rhythm uh, information. Uh, prize wise, it's definitely you know there's not it's not going to be a nice little European invitation. Although we'll see some teams that it's a big tournament. There's a uh, over two thousand euros on the line here, uh, total to go between teams. So this is definitely you know a serious big tournament. If you so it'll be next weekend. There'll be a French and English class. So. Uh, if you can check that all out, everything's on our Twitter, and they'll be continue to announce. They'll continue to announce the uh, next commentator uh, and teams very shortly, I'd assume. So definitely get ready to watch all of that. All right, great. Well, uh, thanks for kind of summarizing up the European scene with me. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem. The 2019 Splatoon 2 European Championship takes place this weekend, March 9th and 10th and it will be streamed over on the Nintendo UK Twitch and YouTube accounts. Be sure to tune in to support some Splatoon, European style. That concludes this week's episode of the Weekly Splat. If you're interested to learn more on what I focused on today, be sure to check out some links in the description of this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, and follow me on Twitter for consistent updates at kbot underscore 273. If you have any feedback, feel free to message me there as well. The Weekly Splat works in tandem with Ecofeed, as both products aim to keep you, Splatoon players, informed about the competitive community. If you're not already following Ecofeed on Twitter, I suggest you do to stay up to date on the most recent competitive Splatoon news. I'd love to hear what you think about the current state of Splatoon. What are your predictions for this weekend's European Championship? To chime in, send me a voice message through the Anchor mobile app, or, if you're not listening via Anchor, send me a quick voice clip to ecafeedsplat at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, cephalopods, and happy splatting.